If we do an ASMR episode, we should have someone eat peanut butter. <laughs> Why don't I have a dog eat peanut butter? Wouldn't that be a little better? That's kind of gross. What if we got a dog to eat a snake? What if we got a <laughs> snake to eat peanut butter? I don't he know. just rubs it on the tip of his nose. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, wow. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. This is episode 15, the podcast wow. run by the guys and girl that run everything else here with me, as always, is my good friends, Chris. Hey. And Rachel. Hello. We have a special guest, K-Bones, hey, in the hey. studio with us today, one of our interns at the Dallas campus. And so we're going to dive right in. Uh, but before we actually do that, I, we, have a, we have a big announcement. And so I think people... How big? I would How pull over... Okay. Because here it goes. Chris Starrett, that's, uh, that's you, is going to be coming on over to the Flower Mound campus to what? join our staff What? beginning in January, January 1. And so some of you are like, who is Chris? Exactly. Well, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, some of you are like, who? well, you probably haven't been listening to the podcast very long if you don't know who he is. But he's been our production guy in Plano for how long have you been there now? Um, over four years. Yeah. Over four years. It's a long and time. so, yeah, he's going to be uh, come on over and helping us out here. So, him, uh, Wes, and myself will be kind of the crew over here in Flower Mound. Yep. And then uh, we'll need to um, obviously find a a replacement or uh, a gap filler uh, in the meantime. But mm. Mm. get excited, volunteers in Flower Mound. I'm excited for you guys to meet him and. Get to know him. Uh, he's great, and you guys will love him. Everybody loves Chris. Well, um, not everyone. I always get Chris to deliver bad news because people won't get mad at him. I have him. a very punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So spread the news. Send him a text. Uh, he's back in the Instagram world. I, so yeah. here's the deal with Instagram. I am back. You, I mean, it was I years. I took like, a, like two years hiatus. A hiatus. Okay. That's, that's not a hiatus. That's like a... Uh, you were mad. Yeah. I was, what were you mad about? You know, just life in general. Mm. The um, government. The government, yeah. Um, but here's the deal. I'm really back because my wife wanted me to be back. And mm. honestly, half of the posts on my Instagram at this point are from my wife. Thank you, <laughs> Helen. <laughs> and they're great. And so yeah. I, I just love that you're back. Uh, Chandler's back on Instagram, too. He's been posting. Really? I'm glad there's yeah, been a, there's been a uh, recent... Do you think Lauren is posting or do you think... No, I Matt think is. if you saw what he's posting, I think, you know, it's him. Um, okay. But I think that's a thing, though, like, as a wife, wives really love for their husbands to be on well, he, social media and, yeah. like, giving them shout-outs and stuff. My wife was like, I feel like... My wife was like, I feel like you miss out on a lot of things because you don't see it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. yeah. and I'm like, well, that's you true. could just tell me about them. But... It's yeah. a lot harder to like but pictures. Brag. It's pictures a lot are worth a thousand words. Yeah, it's a lot harder to brag about your spouse when you just have to do it one by one in person. So yeah, yeah. And now but you don't have to do that. I don't you even can have just to put it on Instagram. Yeah, I can just be like, hey, here's a picture of my wife. Yeah, but that's exciting mm -hmm. because um, if wife. you are here in my Flower wife. Mound, you'll be coming to a Brats with the Band thing this Saturday, oh, and you'll that's... get to meet him. Ooh, Brats with the and Band. So, That'll be really fun. And is Isla coming to that? I think so. So, Wait, fun. what time is that? Uh, it's just Saturday night. Just Saturday whenever night. you can get there. Okay. We'll all be waiting for you. She may be coming. 
but she, that's about her bedtime, so I don't uh, oh, now yeah. I don't know. Well, pack and play, dude. I'll have to talk to with my wife. You should get a pack and play and put her in a room. I'll, so Insta- I'll Instagram my wife and ask her about it. Um, but yeah, but we're going to talk about some volunteer stuff and specifically uh, some stuff from Salt that Rachel, you, and Chris went to. And we're oh, just going to yeah. chat a little bit about kind of some of the notes that you had and we'll and then we'll be done. So a pretty quick episode. But yeah, what were some of the things that stood out um, as far as volunteers and some of the breakouts yeah. that you went to? Yeah, so I went to um, a breakout by Christine Kreischer. Could be Kreischer. I really don't remember how to say her name. What? But anyways... <laughs> I hate that sound. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh man! Um, but that she, was actually she wrote a Christine. book. That was actually yeah. her. Yes. Yeah, we called right her there. beforehand. Um, but she wrote a book about volunteering, and um, she had a lot to say. So the uh, the gist of it, and kind of the big takeaways for me, she had a segment on four three four things every volunteer needs. So the first one is significance, and how you like celebrate their significance, and like the impact that they're having. Um, and really doing that in ways that are like specific. It's not just like, Hey, good job. It's so like, like specific, like encouraging them on yeah, their significance, encouraging them, but also just making them like feel welcome and feel like they're a part of things yeah. and they don't just like show up and do Did their Did she thing talk about specific up. things or? Um, she had some stuff. Yeah. Most of it was just like word of mouth and like how you kind of like phrase those things. Um, but she did talk about too, like giving them gifts or like finding out like kind of things that we tend to do, like what's their okay. favorite drink or candy or whatever, and, you know, using yeah. that. Because um, it makes them feel cared for, makes them feel seen, so that was that was good. And it was a little convicting, too, because I think it's easy, for me at least, to be caught in, like, the busyness of things to let that yeah. stuff kind of, you know, mm-hmm. fall to the wayside. So yeah, that was good, but I was also like, dang, that hurts my heart. Volunteer, that I, I mean, that. you know, it is a huge... I think I've been talking about this recently with some some of you guys but like it's a huge part of our job that is not like there's not like a book on how to do it or you know, they don't teach you that in school right yeah. um it's just kind of like and it's not like managing in and in, i don't know i guess it in a in a big way it is managing people it's but. like a weird thing between like friendship and managing it's like this weird level between that of like uh-huh so know. it and it's a it, it's a lot of work um um and it's good work but it's just like to be successful at, um, to have like a successful volunteer team, you really have to put in a lot of work. Yeah. And you, yeah. I think that like the mm-hmm. big thing is like, it's what, what's difficult and what's great and difficult about volunteers versus like having employees. It's like, okay, if you have an employee, there's, there's a transactional element to it. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey, you're coming in to do the job. I'm paying you to do the job. Right. Both volunteers, they're coming in to do it because they want to do it. Right. And we don't pay our volunteers. And we don't pay our here. volunteers. Mm-hmm. And so... You want them to feel like you value them. With an employee, you value them by what you pay them, partially. Right. Um, and with a volunteer, it's just a very different animal. So there's a lot more um, thought and a lot more intentionality that has to go into making that person feel like you value their time, you value what they offer, um, and For you sure, can't just yeah. you can't just pay them. Yeah, that was kind I of mean, part of can, the. Uh, <laughs> you could, but then you know. Yeah. Um, that was part of like the second thing she said too about um, support. And one thing, she, like I wrote it down, and again, it was like good, but it just was very convicting and hurt my heart. But she said, uh, "Your personality cannot be an excuse to not value a volunteer." Mm. And I was like, mm. "Dang!" And it's true. Like you can't, like like I said, I know I'm prone to that, but you can't just kind of be like, "Oh, we're just here to do this," and then like, or I'm not a very social person. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. most most or, like, production I'm introverted people or, yeah. are right. just you know we're like we're not 
people people and right. so it's hard for us to say nice things in general yeah um but yeah yeah but she talked about like support and value and how those two really go hand in hand and i mean it was just really really helpful yeah that's good yeah Anything else? Wait, so support was the second S? Are they all S's? They're not. I was uh, hoping for some alliteration, wow. but it didn't happen. Okay. Um, we'll try and turn them into S's. What's yeah, the third point? Connections. Connections. Yep. Connections. <laughs> there it is. Um, this one was pretty simple. It's just find the people who, like, if you're not that person who can go out there and, like, be super extrovert or whatever, find people who can be and, like, make that their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was really helpful. And we, uh, I think everyone knows, like we have Nick who's on contract in Dallas right now. And Nick is like the most outgoing person I know. Yeah, he's just mm-hmm. a people person. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so I literally have just kind of delegated a lot of that to him of like, go out there, talk to people, let me know yeah. what you need. You know? I think that's something that Trevor did pretty well here. When he's, he's just like, uh, he's a robot. I don't know if people knew that he's a robot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he did a good job of like setting up team leads. So mm-hmm. uh, setting up mm-hmm. people who, who had the capacity to, to help foster those relationships. Yeah. He set you up know? like a coaching. So we have coaches right. um, that um, a lot of our volunteers are grouped up under a coach. And so we, right. we put a lot of, Wait on the coaches to right. reach out to their to our volunteers, yeah. and part of that's kind of like what you're saying of mm-hmm. just maybe recognizing not only your weaknesses but your limitations. Like I can't, I can't be this to all of these people, and so sure, being yeah. able to pinpoint those and and fill in the gaps where needed. Yeah. yeah, and to have like a safe person, like like if like if they're mad at me, well they can tell their coach now, right? And then you know they're co- hopefully. The relationship with the coach and us is good enough where they, they'll be honest with us. But like, right. you know, if someone's mad at us, maybe it'd be really hard for them to tell us directly. But for sure, they could tell someone else. Yeah, kind of puts a safe person in between you and and them. Yeah. yeah, and I think it varies based on your ministry. Like, if you have a team like large enough to have coaches, but like at the end of the day, finding those people who can really like focus on friendship and community and like really drive those things, like leveraging those people is going to be huge and. It's fine if you're not that person, but... Would you say you're that person, Rachel? Oh, I'm definitely not. Kevin? Mm, not really. Nick kind of hits it out of the ballpark for that. So neither of you would say you're, like, super outgoing social people? I'm not. Mm. Like, I don't think I get uncomfortable or anything in social situations, but I'm definitely not to the point... You're not going to go out of your way to, like... I think, like, ask, like asking things from people is where I'm kind of like, I'll come up to you and I'll talk to you. But then, like, when it comes to, like, asking you to, like, come into something or, like, join a team, that's when I kind of get, like, yeah. I don't feel comfortable going about that. What about you, Chris? Do you feel like you're... Um, kind of are you a lone wolf or are you a, a, a wolf? I, I would wolves. say I'm probably <laughs> somewhere between... It kind of depends... Um, I'm, I can be outgoing mm-hmm. and I can be a people person, but it requires more energy. It's like more yeah, draining for me. Um, mm. but I can be that. It's yeah. just more work for me. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I get that. Yeah. Well, I can't wait you, wait for you to be more outgoing when you come <laughs> around January. I enjoy it. Nice. I, I, I guess I would say like, I enjoy engaging people at that level, but it is, it's like, it's a little more tiring. It's like. I suck at, I'm sorry, I am not good. <laughs> we have to at, censor sorry, that. Isla. Sorry, Isla. Isla is probably going to be yeah, listening to this. Listening. Isla, don't say that word. Um, On her skull candy baby headphones. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I I, I'm bad at making small talk. Like, I'm not good at making yeah. small talk. Yeah. 
So yeah, I've, so I uh, yesterday I told Wes I was like, hey, don't come in because uh, they they're him and Tandy are going to. Uh, are they going to California? Is that where Canvas is this year? Cali. I think so, yeah. So they, they leave Thursday, and I was like, hey, take whatever. Don't come in so you have yeah. some time off. And so it's just me for a women's Bible uh, study. And so mm. I was like, it was like almost like back in the day when I was in Flower Mountain. I was yeah. kind of getting everything ready, and I was like, hey, what's up? What do you need? You want to get some coffee? Or like, have you, hey, do you know how this works? And they're like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, you've got to press this button, and you can... Yeah. Uh, and I'm like figuring out how it works as I'm showing him, uh, but it was kind of cool. I was like, it, nice. it gets me excited for, like, you know, eventually when my role is a little different right back here in Flower. Right. A little more involved in Flower yeah, a little more things. involved here. I'm I'm excited for yeah Flower Mountain's future and for sure. and, that's cool. And what so now? what was the fourth S? The fourth S. I I can't make okay, it. In S. I was really really thinking. Yeah. Well, we can. Chris we'll, can make it we'll one. Try. I believe in you. Empower. Sim power. Sim power. That's easy. That was an that easy That is one. easy. Sim power. Oh, man. Empower. Empower. Specifically, okay. like, their passions. And so um, part of it kind of circled around giving people an opportunity to, like, really shine and really showcase their things, even if you're afraid that could, like, outshine you and make you look like you're lesser like it or if you're just like really insecure and you're just like yeah, oh, that's a that's a good point that's tough because i feel like that too sometimes where i'm like i almost would rather just like do something myself than uh-huh. like give it to someone else who i know deep down they'd probably do a better job but i'm just like oh i feel like i should be the one doing that because like this is my job and yeah. you know it takes a lot of humility and a lot of um like confidence in your in yourself of knowing oh, like for sure. like it's not a threat to you that somebody's better at something than you are. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it was all really helpful. And um, like me personally, it was just really fruitful because I've never really been in a position before where like people development is part of my, yeah, you know, job description. So this is like all new territory for me. So it was really, really helpful to hear all of this and kind okay. of check my own heart and really just be aware of like what I tend to default to and how that may be prideful or, you know, whatever. So. You kind of hit some like there that was good about um you know kind of letting people but essentially you're trying to find people that are better than you yeah to help you out right and you're right that if you're not you know and it's not like a not like a confident yourself like a you know you're just all about you think you're awesome stuff but right. it's almost just like a and i feel like this gets easier the older i get yeah uh i'm not like super old um but I feel like. But also, like, I'm a baby, so well, yeah. I mean, well, you know. comparatively, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think that that's really hard for the younger version of Brad. It was a lot harder for me to kind of what you're saying to let go of some things. But mm-hmm. man, after years and years of that, that can really I've seen it play out in some people, and it's not right. it's not a healthy thing. Just so, knowing like where being rooted in your identity you know and uh-huh. your identity is not in the things that you do oh, and for if sure, you're better yeah. at this than somebody else yeah and that's know? easy to that's easy to say and, oh, yeah. but whenever you you know forget to mute a mic mm-hmm. in a service or something it can creep like instantly back even if you yeah. feel like you're doing really well you're like oh man yeah i'm right. the worst sound person or ever. even in like the moment of planning things for the week and stuff it's it's easy to lose sight of like, hey, are you trying to just like take on all this yourself because of like self-preservation or like, are you really thinking about other people that can be involved and yeah. like using their talents and, you know, stewarding those well. So it was just a really good. Yeah. And know, so much of that is internal. Here. You can't, I can't like, if I see you do that, I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. just thinking, oh, that person is doing yeah. a great job. Yeah. You know? yeah. But inside they might be like. It's a lot of self-awareness to like, yeah, figure all that out. Yeah. I yeah. just. 
I mean, and hopefully we're all in a safe place work-wise where we can we can discuss that with those above us and those sure. oh, know, yeah. around us For and sure. whatever. But that's, I mean, it's super important too, I think, having confidence in yourself and having a trusting relationship with your supervisor or mm-hmm. those around you of just like, hey, there's a reason why you're on staff. It wasn't like just you were some random person that got picked. Um, and we hope that things turn out. Mm-hmm. You know, we right. actually like trust sure. and believe in and all of you and so but yeah that's a yeah. that's a hard thing for for us production people yeah. To mm-hmm. yeah um i don't have a whole lot of um notes on volunteers i didn't uh, attend a lot of those sessions but i did attend is was part of one of the main sessions and this guy was at salt i think the past two years or maybe last just last year i don't remember his name's andrew johnson is it the nerdy professor guy he wears a bow tie yeah yeah, yeah he was cool. he's really no, he's great gr- he he's great. great he wrote a book recently called fired up which if you're interested in like how to mobilize a team whether that's volunteers or whether that's at work or something i think it's a great book but um he had a really short talk and he just talked about the idea of like, how do you mobilize a team effectively and how do you cast a vision for a team effectively? And, and for us uh, here at the village, it would be like, how do you mobilize and clearly cast a vision for your volunteer team? And one of the things he said is images are the hooks that you hang your ideas on. And basically Mm -hmm. what he's saying is like, Hey, if you have an idea of where you want to be going, you have to be able to clearly communicate that with your team of like, what does that actually look like? You know? And Mm -hmm. so how do you, how do you put like visuals to that? Whether that's like a mental visual or an actual, like you're creating something to show the team where you're going. But, um, he said, you have to be focused on where you want people, uh, nope said you have to be focused on where you're going if you I'm going to start over. You type these notes so it's, it's really hard. Well, it's I keep them. skipping a line. <laughs> so he says you have to be focused on where you are going and have a clear finish line if you want people to follow you. People don't run the race well for very long if they don't know where the finish line is. Um and that was kind of what his talk centered around is like uh the other thing he said is like when you don't have a clear finish line, it's hard to tell the difference between activity and progress. And Dang, so that's really good, which I thought was really great because if, if you're busy, but, um, you're not, you're not like uh, getting anything done, you're not getting, you're not moving towards your goal, then it's just wasted time, you yeah. know? And so he's saying like, if you want your team to be an effective team, if you want your team to be um, motivated, then mm-hmm. you need to show them clearly where you're going and that way, when you know where you're going, when you're spinning your wheels in in a way that's not helpful, like you have a clear, like a guideline yeah, yeah. to point them back. Yeah, to. you could say, yeah. "Well, we're not going to do that because it doesn't get us mm-hmm. to the right. goal." Like, "Hey, that's great, but it's not in the same direction that we need to be going." You know? Yeah. No, that's good. That was really good. That's really good. Um, it took me a minute to get it out, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah. You got there. That's great. Well, I'm glad you guys. Went I just here. learned to read last year, so. Well, mm-hmm. you have a bachelor's. Mm-hmm. You would never know. Yeah. Kevin, you have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. yeah. What's your bachelor's in? Um, it's a Bachelor of Arts in Christian Studies. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Worship leadership. So. And you just yeah. recently... like I graduated last year, and yeah. Wow. Trying to get that master's, but That's we'll see expensive. how that goes. Yeah. yeah, it is expensive. Well, I think you can go it to Phoenix. There's a place called Phoenix. Arizona. Yeah, like online or something, you can get one pretty easily. I so I'd look into that. I think it's mm. literally you pay a hundred bucks and they send you a. They just mail it to you. Yeah. Mm. Well, they email it. Mm. Yeah, and you have to because it's online. You have to print it out yourself. But I would look into it. Definitely. Just a thought. I only yeah. have an associates, but. 
Do you have two associates, don't you? No. Oh, Trevor has two associates. Double major. Right? Yeah, I think he does. Thanks for reminding me that Trevor's twice as smart as me. Mm. Well, Um, well, it's been fun. Thanks for joining us, Kevin. Um, Thank you. Kevin, what's your your one takeaway from your internship so far? Um, Yeah, let's put you on the spot here. Takeaway. Like, yeah. You can say whatever you want. It's fine. I won't. I won't we can edit you. it. Yeah, Rachel's not okay. really here. Here's the deal. Um, Say whatever you want because I'm going to cut it anyway. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> we just talked a lot about appreciating people and like we just. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. Okay. Um, one takeaway. Um, I would say that my one takeaway is that don't underestimate your art position in a church staff just because you are not necessarily considered a minister being in ministry services. It's, it's, uh, it's been a huge, uh, blessing to be a part of and just learning and having that front row seat into, um, into what we do and just learning, I guess as a second takeaway, just humility and uh, yeah. just understanding that, Hey, if it didn't go well this Sunday, you got next Sunday and, uh, and the Lord's still glorified through yeah. what you did. Yeah, that's good. Great. True that. If you're out there, you're like, man, I want to be Kevin. Well, you can. You can be because, Kevin. Because uh, intern applications are coming up in a couple months. Four or five months. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And yeah. you can apply for next year. Yeah, so, so. go ahead and start working on your resume. I think it'll be sooner than that, right? Uh, February? I, I mean, you can. I don't th- think there's a way to know. You can think whatever you want. <laughs> I definitely there's applied never any really way late. So, we'll, we'll yeah. find out. Maybe we'll talk about it the next episode. Maybe. But thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in a couple weeks. See you guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.